0: and welcome back to another episode of history with adi for those of you who are new this podcast explores history through the perspective of a person living during that time my name is aditya Anantan, and today we'll be looking at the story of a father and his son during the infamous great depression i'm sure most of you are aware of what the great depression was after years of economic prosperity on october 24th 1929 the us stock market suddenly took a downward turn and crashed Stocks shrink 10 billions. Stock market in severe collapse. Greatest crash in Wall Street history. Read the headlines of many newspapers. Many people blame the stock market crash as the reason for the Great Depression. However, this is not entirely true. You may be asking, if the stock market crash didn't cause the Great Depression, then what did? Well, let's look at the story of Jimothy and his family, a farmer that lived during the 1900s. Jimothy was a farmer in Oklahoma during the beginning of the 20th century. Business was going great for him and his family during the 1910s with the events of World War I. There was a high demand for food in Europe and prices were going up which allowed him to gain a lot of money. Jimothy's son, Timothy, decided to join the war and was deployed in the French front lines. Jimothy decided that in order to make more money, he needs to keep up with the standards at the time. With machinery and automation becoming popular during this time, he bought many tractors and machinery by taking massive loans. All the farmers around the U.S. did the same things that Jimothy did. Jimothy soon faced a lot of debt since the machinery cost a lot of money. But the increase in sales should allow him to pay off debt, right? Wrong. Soon after the war ended, the demand for agricultural products decreased, resulting in a drop of price. Farmers also created surpluses of products due to the use of machinery and therefore the price of these products dropped even more. Many farmers suffered during the 1920s, but the impact on the overall economy didn't occur until later in the decade. During the 1920s, machine automation has become very common amongst corporations. Companies like Ford instituted systems like the assembly line, which helped yield greater output of products. Remember Timothy, the guy who went to war? Well, He came back and chose to leave home and go to work in the new factories. With large amounts of products being produced, consumerism went up a lot during the 20s. Timothy sent money back home, but he also bought gadgets such as a stove and a dishwasher. However, Timothy did not use his own money. He bought these gadgets using credits, a new concept during this time. Credits are small loans taken to help consumers buy products. Timothy also became interested in the stock market. He bought stocks on margin, and built up a lot of debt. On margin is when a person buys stocks via taking loans. This method is is extremely risky, but can yield a lot of money. A lot of people built up a lot of debt near the end of the 20s, since people bought stocks on margin due to the promising economy. However, on the very fateful October 24th, 1929, the stock market crashed, causing people to lose thousands of dollars. mind that thousands of dollars would be worth much more in today's world with inflation. Poor Timothy lost his money and was put severely into debt. He tried to withdraw money he deposited from the bank, but all the banks were running dry because everyone was requesting their money. He also requested his army pension, but the government refused to pay the money because they could not afford the high demand for the pensions at the time. A year goes by, and Timothy is now living on the streets after losing his job. Timothy's farm failed after building up debt from the machinery. Sadly, Timothy felt so depressed and stressed that he drank himself to death. Timothy now has the added debt of his father and the debt he acquired from his purchases. Timothy struggled to find work and had to wait in long lines at charities in order to get food. President Hoover enacted many policies such as cutting sales tax, and creating a Reconstruction Finance Corporation during the initial years of the Depression, but none of them really made significant progress. After a couple years, the 1933 presidential elections came and Franklin D. Roosevelt, also known as FDR, was the favored candidate. FDR, the Democratic candidate, ran against Hoover, the Republican candidate. However, the U.S. public hated Hoover because his policies did not help citizens recover from the Great Depression. FDR then won on a major landslide on Hoover and was elected president. FDR enacted the New Deal shortly after he was elected president. Some of the programs that were a part of the deal included the Emergency Baking Act of 1933, Emergency Farm Mortgage Act of 1933, the Civilian Conservation Corps, or also known as the CCC, of 1933, and the Public Works Administration. The CCC and the Public Works Act were especially helpful for Timothy, since the CCC provided him with the basic necessities for living, and the PWA gave him a job as a skyscraper worker. While the New Deal did work in the long run, people like Timothy had to struggle significantly in order to pay off debts. Some people didn't manage to pay back debts at all, including the rich. Timothy worked his way through this decade and somehow, somehow managed to keep his job in the Public Works Act. By the middle of the 1940s, the U.S. began getting involved in World War II after the attacks on Pearl Harbor. This war was the major driving force that allowed the U.S. to get out of the Depression. Jobs were created in weapons manufacturing, and the agriculture industry saw an increase in demand. The U.S. was able to get out of the Depression and was able to reach its status as an economic giant following the war. As for Timothy, well, he was able to start a small business as an owner of a funeral home. He was able to successfully pay off both his and his father's debt and support his new family. While Timothy's story ended well for him, for many families, the Depression annihilated their overall wealth. Over 15 million people were unemployed, and half the banks failed to give back deposits. This is what really made the Great Depression the Great Depression. People were unable to find jobs, resulting in less economic transactions because consumers did not have money. Initially, under the presidency of Hoover, the government looked to follow a trickle-down method Essentially, the government gave money to the businesses and hoped that this would allow businesses to function. However, this approach did not work since businesses kept the money for themselves. This resulted in very little economic growth during the initial years of the Great Depression. President FDR's approach was the opposite of Hoover's approach in that he looked to support the workers. FDR provided the unemployed men with multiple job opportunities, which allowed them to earn money and keep the economic flow going again. FDR also enacted acts to protect the financial safety when investing so that investors don't overinvest and create huge risks and price volatility in the stock market. Overall, the Great Depression was a tragic event in U.S. history, but the U.S. was able to come back from the economic crash. In the modern world, we faced a similar event in 2008, but the mistakes made during the Great Depression taught us how to effectively deal with this economic crash. I hope this episode was very interesting to listen to. Next week, we'll be looking into World War II and the events that led into it. Please subscribe to this podcast so that you can get weekly updates on what's going on. Till then, see you next week. Oh, thank you.